everybody. I hope that you're well. Welcome back to Educate, the alternative classroom experience brought to you by Katie Con in her childhood bedroom. I've got to give you a full disclosure. I think I'm slightly losing my mind. Can't stop talking to myself, number one. Number two, what are emotions these days? Um, Very up and down is what I can say. But, you know, life's a long road. This lesson is going to be led by me, myself and I. So strap in, folks. (laughs) I've been thinking a lot this week. I was sort of getting panicked about, I haven't got a podcast planned. I, I haven't got a podcast planned. And then I suddenly sort of shook myself and I was like, Katie, what are you doing? Why get a concerned about not putting out a podcast, you silly banana? Because no one minds. <laughs> um, and then I kind of realised that I've probably put a lot of, I don't know, maybe it's expectation on myself. Maybe it's the need for distraction, but also my inner perfectionist going, you need to put something out, Katie, and it has to be really, really good. Which sort of isn't the reason why I started this podcast at all. Because the reason I started Educate was to have authentic and honest discussions about things that we might not talk about too much or just topics that maybe people have some form of insight on. And I guess it kind of made me realise you are a, a, a clinical overthinker, Katie Con, and you need to stop worrying about what other people think, which very much is a segue into a really fantastic book that I'm reading at the moment called How to Fail. And it's by Elizabeth Day. Can't put it down, basically. I'm not finished with it. I really can't put it down. And I've found in the last couple of weeks, maybe like the last three or four weeks, maybe, I've definitely found myself feeling really stagnant and slightly panicky. And don't get me wrong, that is... um, panicky is definitely something that I feel at many stages throughout the year um just that's who I am I guess um but I found that this book's really really helped me with taking a pause and it's such a cliche isn't it taking a pause oh lockdown it's really letting me take a pause what what does that mean (laughs) um and I think it must mean different things for everybody but I think for me taking a pause is recognising that you don't have to be doing something all the time to get you to the next step and I think something that they say in yoga I feel like something that they talk about is like living in the present and I think that that's something that I really haven't probably been doing too much and I've just found that lockdown for one has abruptly made everybody think very much about the present And it is really, really confronting when you're sort of very much alone with yourself. I mean, I'm I'm not alone with myself. I've got my family, I've got my lovely boyfriend, but you are very alone with yourself, essentially. Um, Whether that's mentally or, (laughs) I don't know, um, physically, I guess, if you are on your own. But it just feels like a really strange time for everyone to sort of take a collective breath and pause. And it's strange. I was sort of feeling a bit weird last week. I came across this book because a lot of my friends have been reading it and I ordered it on the old interweb and came through my door and ever since I picked it up I haven't been able to put it down. 
and there are some really really great chapters in here and I'm not even I'm halfway through so don't want to give any spoilers baby but there are a couple of really lovely extracts in here that have actually given me a wee bit of light in this dark strange times I know everyone keeps saying strange times unprecedented times um but it's definitely helped me so I wanted to pass on some of the lovely extracts and hopefully make you think a little bit too. But the first extract is how, to, well, it's not the first. The first extract that I want to talk to you about is called How to Fail at Your Twenties. I'm 23. Um, on the actual day that this podcast is going out, I'm going to be 24. So it'll be my birthday um, while you're listening to this episode. So... Um, sorry, I don't know what that where that came from. And I'm 23, going on 24. And I think everyone's 20s are utterly, utterly random. And I actually think that your 20s, especially your early 20s, I mean, I, I'm saying this because I'm in my early 20s and I'm, I'm, I can't speak for the later side of the old um, decade, but they're really hard to adjust to. And I think that Elizabeth Day talks so well about it. So... The truth was, at the age of 22, I didn't have enough confidence in myself or my own opinions not to let incidents like this get to me. My sense of self was unmoored, at the mercy of any passing gust of wind. This was the age where my people-pleasing kicked into a higher gear. Like many young women, I mistakenly thought that the best way of feeling better about myself was to get other people to like me and to attempt to survive on the fumes of their approbation. I think that is very telling. Anybody that says that they don't care what other people think are probably lying. Or you're just a very special breed of person who I would really love to pick your brains because I would like to not care what people think. Um, but I think it's true. Um, when you want to be successful or you, know, you want to fit in, um, I think there is this real need to be liked and I don't know about you but I certainly struggle when I hear that somebody doesn't like me or that I've upset somebody it definitely cuts deep and I think a lesson that I need to potentially learn <laughs> is that not everybody's gonna like you in this life and it's something that I definitely struggle with and I think it's probably a very deep insecurity of mine is I get worried about stuff like that and I wish I could have that attitude of, I just don't care. Screw the haters. But I'm like, no, um, haters, uh, let me just, mm, let me just like, oh, can I get you a tea? <laughs> so yeah, strange times. That one kind of touched a nerve. And okay, so another moment that really really stood out to me I am jumping backwards in time in this book but it all kind of ties into my own subconscious I guess I definitely understood this so when you're a grown-up life becomes bafflingly free of signposts there's no exam board telling you whether you're doing well or meeting the necessary requirements for being a 25 year old there's no one who can give you an a star for moving house efficiently or managing to file your tax return on time sure you can be given promotions and pay rises, but these are often scattered and random events. 
There is no long, anticipatory build-up of revision to an eventual climax of essay writing against the clock as an invigilator walks up and down between the rows of desks and tells you that you have five minutes left. In adulthood, no one gives you marks for getting the answer right. And I think that that is just such a nice analysis. Um, I think I'm definitely somebody that needs a sugar lump and I need assurance from people that things are going well and it's definitely something that I need to work on for sure (laughs) during this time where we've all been taking a breath um I've definitely realized that um I think the way in which Elizabeth talks about you don't always need to get praise for the things that you're doing right and I'm certainly somebody that really beats myself up when I get things wrong I don't really know where that stems from. Um, It's probably mental health, I am assuming. But, you know, I think when you set standards for yourself, um, you know, when things do go slightly wrong or you didn't do something 100% brilliantly, I just, I always focus on the negative and I never focus on the positive. So I think the way in which she talks about that, um, (laughs) that no one is there to be grading everything that you do. And it's probably a good thing, really. <laughs> I'm sure there are some people out there that are thinking, no, I'm really good at exams and I always nailed school. So I need some grading because I'm boss in life. Um, <laughs> but I mean, find that person. I dare you. I bet they don't exist. Um, and then finally, I wanted to finish with her final comment about her 20s. So... Elizabeth says, that's the thing, because however much you might feel you're failing at your 20s, when you're living through them, they are a necessary crucible. Your 20s are spices in a pestle and mortar that must be ground up by life in order to release your fullest flavour. By the end of them, you'll have more heart and more guts, and you'll know never to roast broccoli again. (laughs) Granted the broccoli bit, you probably need the context she talks about. Um, when she was trying to be bougie uh, when she was younger she basically roasted broccoli and it just like was really really bad and charred and I guess she's just referencing that there but the key takeaway from this is your 20s are a time to find out who you are and you know that will come eventually with time and trying different things and persevering but I think it's sometimes hard when you read stuff like that when you are um, starting your 20s or you're midway through your 20s, or literally wherever you are in life, I think that can be applied to anything. But it's kind of hard because you want to so desperately be that person that has all that knowledge, that knows what they're doing, that has everything under control. But I definitely sometimes feel like I'm failing at my 20s, you know. (laughs) Um, But I think to sort of sum up the reason why I really enjoyed reading this during this sort of weird time is that I definitely have found that through having a little bit of separation from my life... Oh, naughty phone interrupting me. Apologies. Um, From having my London life separated from kind of being at home, being in my family home, I've definitely sort of looked at the way in which that I rush about, both mentally and probably physically. And I think I just need to... (laughs) stop and take a pause baby um I don't know if this resonates with anybody else but 
I just think even though lockdown has been super rubbish on so many different levels, which I'm sure everybody just totally, totally feels that. But I guess something good that's really come out of this is reflection and working out the things that are important and the things that are maybe things that we all might need to work on (laughs) personality wise. Um, I certainly need to work on a lot of things like that. But um, if anyone is feeling slightly stagnant and is having, I don't know, quarter life crises or crises or I don't, I don't really know. But if you're having a sort of moment of self-doubt, I would really, really, really recommend this book. Halfway through, after I've finished this and done some editing to get this bad boy down and out to you guys... I'm going to be having a little read of this. So definitely check it out. How to Fail, Elizabeth Day. And, you know, if Dolly Alderton has said that it's full of wisdom, humour, humility, tenderness and heart, well, realistically, got to read it because she's awesome. And she also does a podcast called How to Fail. And her episode with Andrew Scott is 12 out of 10 delicious to the ears. So hit it up, guys. Um, But I see that this has been a slightly... Um, ad hoc lesson of Educate hopefully it's been an honest one and maybe you've learned a bit more about, I don't know, this old gal over here, um, if you have and you've stuck around, congratulations um, let's call ourselves virtual friends if I don't know you um, but make sure anywho, to look after yourselves during these unprecedented strange times um, and my DMs are always open If you want to hit me up on educate underscore podcast, that's E-D-U-K-A-T-E. And if you fancy liking the episode on Apple Podcasts, please do, because apparently it makes more people listen to the episode. And if you fancy following it too, so you get to hear more of this gal and much more informed guests coming on and teaching you nuggets of wisdom, that would be fabulous. But have a lovely week. Try and stay sane and safe and do things that make you happy.